0: Today's Leading Women, episode 107.
1: Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.
0: Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Dayan Bailey. Dayan Bailey is a personal trainer, kickboxing instructor, and fourth-degree black belt in Taekwondo. She is the founder and owner of The Conditioning Classroom, a private personal training studio focused on educating their clients on how to incorporate quality exercise and good nutrition into their lives. Dayan is also the author of the Healthy Eating Guide entitled Eating Simply, which you can purchase at Amazon.com. So women of the world, Miss Dayan Bailey. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Maria. appreciate it.
0: We are delighted to have you on our show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear from you as well. Now, Diane, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them. These are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go
1: about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? You know it it's very interesting. as a personal trainer, um, I, I didn't start out as a personal trainer. I went to school, I have a degree in finance and accounting, and it never felt right to me, Marie. It was always a struggle. I felt like I was two different people. And it even though I was a success success in the finance world, I just didn't feel like it was the right place for me, um, but I didn't have the, uh, the chutzpah, the energy, the, the, the wherewithal to get myself into what I thought I should be doing until I actually lost my job. I, I, I got shown out the door, and it was after being employee of the month, and then they said, oh, we really don't need you anymore. And it was at that point that uh, I was left with nothing that I said, wow, um, I guess this is the opportunity for me to make myself, remake myself. And with the support of my husband, I said, I'm going to do now what I love to do. And I became a personal trainer. Um, I made probably a quarter of what I was making that first year. Um, you know, so finances were, I absolutely went down in money, but you know what? There was always food on the table and there's always a roof over our heads and the boys were well taken care of. So it was the right move. Um, that was 12 years ago and I now own my own studio and one of my sons is my business partner. And um, we have three employees, and it's been a great success. It, it really was a great decision.
0: Wow, I really love
1: what I'm hearing about your business and how it
0: evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to know about it as well. And you've touched about the defining moment when you lost that job, you know what that would be re- that was. I'm sure it was a little painful at that moment after being an employee of the month. And then, you know, the next day it said, okay, you lost your job. We don't have, we don't need you anymore. That must be painful at that moment but then you turn that opportunity it wasn't a failure but you turn it as an opportunity to find out what it is that you really want along the way and went into you know, this personal training and become a personal trainer and you're right you know there will come a time for our listeners out there that you when you know when these events it's sad when these events happen but there will come a, a moment in your in your journey in your life that Wow, this is the best time. This is the time. This is the time for me to start my own business, to really follow what I really want to do in life, to follow my dreams. And like what Diane just shared, it was born out of an event in her life when she lost her job. But at the same time, deep in her heart, she knew that, that wasn't you know, being in the finance sector was not, not for her. And she knew way in the beginning, okay, when that moment comes... She jumps into that opportunity to become who she wanna be, and to be a personal trainer. And now, twelve years later, she owns her own studio. What an inspiring uh, um, evolution of your business! So, thank you for sharing
1: that. It, it feels very good, um, honestly, Marie. That it, I now feel like I am the person I'm supposed to be. And if you, if any of the listeners feel like. They're, they're really struggling with, they're supposed to be a success in something they're doing, and it just isn't feeling right. I'd, I'd encourage them to take the time to listen to their own heart and figure out what is it that you feel you can do because there is something inside of us that we're each supposed to be doing.
0: Totally agree with what you said because uh, I found that one out uh, myself too. I mean, I've been under this most of my life and. While I love being a nurse, there was something, there was a moment when I feel like I I can do more than this. And mm-hmm. that's when I found what my real passion was. And it is to inspire other women out there to take their leap in whatever it is that you, you wanna, they, they want to achieve in life. So for our listeners out there, it's really important to feel that uh, and be aware and cre- have that awareness that at some point you will feel that, okay, if what I've what I'm doing now is it what I really want to do, and, and uh, is it what I am able to do? What's best that I'm capable of? Because I agree with you that we all have that innate that capability that we have all we all have this potential to do greater things. We, we're not just aware of it, or we're not able to cultivate that one.
1: Right? Yes.
0: All right, now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out?
1: You know, there, there are lots of fitness options for people um, that you have big gyms, and you have um, even now there's a praise of CrossFit. Um, But there's there are fewer places for just the normal everyday person, the person that's not the most fit. And that's the kind of place that I wanted to be. I wanted to be that small professional environment, family-oriented in the fact that everyone that comes to the studio is my family. And they need to feel comfortable that no matter, it doesn't matter if they're not fit right now, that's what we're here to help them do and to be the best they can be. There's not a lot of places out there where somebody can feel comfortable and and know that they're among family and we're helping them to be healthy. So that's what we try to do here is we try to be that place for the person who doesn't really want to go to the big gym because they're they're not comfortable there. They don't understand it. They don't feel good there. Um, they're not the young buck that can go do CrossFit. You know, the, the 50-year-old woman that says, wow, I just, I just really want to take care of myself again, and I don't know where to go, we're that place for them.
0: Wow. I love that vision you have. I mean, providing that family-oriented approach to personal training. And I echo what you said, because if you provide providing this place where your clients feel comfortable and be supported with, because you know what? Sometimes we feel intimidated when we go to these gyms, when we see these uh, people who are very fit and here we are, where well, we're just starting out. We feel that like sometimes it uh, discourages us. So if we, are, if we have this environment where you feel like you're comfortable and you are being supported with, um, it feels like you belong there. You feel like it's a family. I love that concept that you've just shared.
1: Thank you. Yes, we, we want people to achieve their goals, whatever their goals are. They don't have to be like the pictures in the magazines. They can just be the best they can be.
0: Absolutely. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success to turn this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners, what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur and that our listeners can learn from?
1: You know, um, it's funny because... You think about my finance background and my business, all those years in business have actually helped me become a successful businesswoman. You know, being a personal trainer is one thing, I have to be good at that, but I also have to be good at business. And having that background has helped me a lot. Um, having the vision and believing in my vision is the fire. But then there has to be that day-to-day, you know, pay-the-bills kind of business sense to keep me in business. So that's a definite plus. And I I think one other trait is that I'm patient. Um, I haven't tried to build the business too quickly. I didn't try to overdo myself. Um, When I first started as a trainer, I was... I um, worked for another gym and got my feet under me as a trainer. And then I started looking for my own place. But it wasn't, I, it was about five years before I had my own place. So I was patient in building my own stable of clients before I could actually afford my own studio. Um, y- you don't try to grow too fast or the the business can't support itself. So I think patience is something that's important as well.
0: Right. So believing in your vision, patience, and leveraging the lessons or the experience you learned in your previous job or before you leap into entrepreneurship. Huge takeaways—is for our listeners to learn from. So thank you for sharing those.
1: The time involved obviously is a big piece, uh, because if you have a family, you know that you're pulled in so many different directions, and as an entrepreneur, you're—it's almost like having another child, and you need the support of your family. So, absolutely, go into it with the the full knowledge and support of your family and, and involve them, help them see your vision and and know that they're supporting you. Uh, I, My husband is a high school principal and he understands time involved in making his school work so he was very supportive of me in helping me build my business. Um, I I feel like I was blessed in that way that it it was never a struggle for me really to put the time in because he was so willing to help me. Huge
0: challenge there that I'm sure our listeners can relate to because I can totally relate with what you said. And especially when we're just starting out, we have to do everything. We have to juggle minerals and business apart from the business, the the business side of it, we have family, we have ourselves to take care of. So you're right, you're juggling many, many roles, but at the same time, it's really important to be able to involve your family and Get the support that you need to, while you are building this business. Because and be prepared for it, and be willing to make the sacrifices. Um, starting out is not going; it is going to be hard, especially if you are doing it alone. And up to the point when you are able to get some help, you really have to prepare for it and be willing to take the time and take the. the Put the energy put the effort that's needed to build this business that you are so passionate about but at the same time know that these are challenges that you know every one of us share and you know what we are able we deal with them as it happens and it shouldn't be a, a barrier or a hindrance for us not moving forward because the takeaway here for our listeners is that whatever challenges that come along the way know that they are they are part of the part of the, the journey yes. and we the main thing is that we have to find a way to deal with them and to manage them so that it doesn't hinder us moving forward. So thank you for sharing your experience that our listeners can learn from. Now on that note, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance? And what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business?
1: You know, for me, um, my studio is only two miles away from my house. So I am extremely close. I can run home when I need to. Um, and and that's nice just for me that I can take a little break from the, the always being on, you know what I mean? Being on in the business, you know, being, having to be, have that energy and be here all the time. I can run home, take a little breather and then get back here. Um, my kids are 27 and 25 so they're out of the house um obviously i've owned the business now for 12 years so they weren't always out of the house during that time but they were older i i didn't have my own business when they were young um so i didn't have to deal with that part of it but like i said too my husband is very supportive um i I am the one that needs to make sure that we as a couple have time where I'm not always talking about the business, <laughs> that, that I am focused on him and that I'm focused on what, you know, is important to the two of us together. We like to hike. We live in Colorado. And so we go on hikes on the weekends where I am completely away from the studio. And that helps with that balance as well
0: huge uh, takeaways there huge tips that you've just shared because I totally agree with you it's really hard to find balance and sometimes I used to say work-life balance is a myth for us entrepreneurs because more often we are so passionate with what we're doing that It's no longer work for us, but it's really important to make time for the other priorities or the other important things in your life, like what uh, Diane just shared, to make time for or spend time with your family, spend time with your husband, spend time with your children, away from work, separate your time from work and separate your time with your family. So for our listeners out there, the takeaway here is whatever... situation you're in right now, make time for those other important aspects of your life. Because building a business is one thing, but you also have family, you also have your life, you also have your personal life. And I am really big on really prioritizing your health, your personal fitness and health, because I believe that the most important investment for us, is our body. And if we are not fit and healthy, we're not going to be able to build this business that we are so passionate about doing. So for our listeners, make time for this. Make time for your family. Make time for your personal life, for your fitness and health, and, uh, and of course, the business. But then find, we all have 24 hours in a day is how we use that 24 hours. And if we make time for each of those that are important to us, we can do it we don't have to burn out burn
1: ourselves out that's true i i tell my i have a lot of clients who are young mothers and not necessarily owning their own businesses but they struggle with finding time for themselves and i let them know they need to put money in the bank and i don't mean money as in dollars and cents i mean they mean they need to put some emotional currency into their own selves so that they can give to other people. If they're not depositing into themselves, their their bank account will run dry and they won't be able to serve their children and serve their husband, serve their job the way that they should be able to. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be grand things. I mean, just
0: maybe like five minutes of total stillness or meditation or just be, being quiet in one corner or just 15 minutes of going for a walk outside things that you know that will rejuvenate it or will recharge you because we I for myself I mean it I feel more productive when I'm able to do a little bit of meditation and yoga and work out if I incorporate this one actually they are part of my non-negotiable tasks for the day but when I do do those I feel so energized i feel so alive and i feel so productive and so you you are able to do more things actually if you're able to give time for yourself or take care of yourself absolutely i agree All right, now let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes individually? Probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success?
1: Um, the the first thing that comes to my mind is I'm trying to build a legacy for my kids and for my grandkids that don't exist yet, but um, I hopefully will they will be there. I don't know if that Lord willing, but I want to build this business so that, um, as I said, my younger son works with me, and I want this to be a, a springboard for him that he can enjoy the entrepreneur's life as well. Um, and and it's funny, Marie, because part of how I define success myself is, look, I did it. I, I did it. I For a long time, I was told, in different ways that no, you can't do that. No, that's too hard. No, that's too risky. Um, even in my own life, um, I had some discouraging moments with my own mom. Um, she told me at one point that I could do better and, um, it it was not said in a nice way. And there was that barrier of, wow, you know, maybe I can't do it. And I look back now and I say, you know, I did it. I'm, I'm here. and And it is successful that I got past those moments of people not believing in me, that I believed in myself, and here I am. Wow, I love your
0: take on that one, and I feel, felt so touched. I mean, success is building a legacy for your kids, and success is knowing that you did it. And I totally resonate with what you've said with the last one because I totally resonate with that. Being when I had that, I had that event in my life too. I had that experience too. That the people that I care about didn't believe, you know, what I'm doing, and it was, you know, I felt. I always felt emotional when I think about it because I felt like, wow, the people that I that I care about and the people that I love and I trust don't believe in me. So it felt like, oh my God, am I doing... Yeah, you have these doubts in your mind, you start doubting yourself. But at the same time, for me, I took it as a challenge. I took it as a strength that I can do this. I, I believe in myself. If no one believes in me, I believe in myself. So for our listeners it's really important to have this belief in yourself that you can do whatever you set your mind into and that's when you know learning this, the the mindset of being an entrepreneur you know having learning this or going through personal development uh, uh, things, things that can help you get your belief system in place cuz it's really important not to be yeah. discouraged and you know by other negative say or naysayers out there
1: That's right that you have to believe in yourself and move forward and believe that what you're doing is right.
0: Absolutely. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So,
1: You know, the first one is be great at your craft, whatever your craft is. You know, mine is personal training and I really worked hard. I studied hard to become a great personal trainer, understanding people and their fitness needs and how to help them achieve their goals. So be great at your craft. Um, Number two, I would say get some business education because you have to understand. You have to be able to talk to accountants. You have to be able to talk to you know, read a lease, understand a lease. Don't don't get yourself in um, financial trouble just because you were ignorant. Educate yourself. Um, get that basic business knowledge. And and number three, I would say, don't uh, take advice from people, but it circles back to the last one is don't always believe the naysayers that, that they will try to drag you down and you have to be strong in yourself and believe in your vision that what you're doing is correct and and right for you and, and put the people aside who are negative voices and be as positive as you can to yourself and take one step at a time, keep moving forward
0: huge takeaways, stays for our listeners to take action on today. So let me just reiterate those ones for our listeners as well. And so the first one is to be great at your craft. I mean, whatever your expertise is, be great at it. And the second one is to get some basic knowledge or education about business and that whether that be marketing or accounting or the legal side, those things that you need to know you need to learn as a business owner be diligent in doing your research and educating yourself and the third one is to be open to advice for other from other people but don't let those naysayers you know hinder you or f- discourage you from standing up for your vision huge takeaways, stays diane so thank you so much for being generous in sharing those
1: sure hi i would you you have to believe that what you're doing is right. And it is a really beautiful feeling when you start to fly and you realize this is what I want to do and it's working.
0: Yes. And, you know, if you know that what you are putting up there is making a difference in other people's lives or impacting other people's lives, then, then you should be really proud and believe in yourself because there's Absolutely. a lot of people there who need our help. Yes. Absolutely. Now, what's one favorite business resource or tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that you can share our listeners
1: with? It, it, my son came into the business and um, he came in about four years ago and he is extremely good at marketing and he added the level of um, systemizing the business which I know doesn't sound very sexy. It doesn't sound very interesting, but it has made our business mushroom and explode to where we have a system for each of the things, for the marketing, for the intake of our personal training clients. It doesn't mean that it's not personal anymore, but we know what steps have to occur and things don't fall through the cracks, we're not losing things. So that systemization has actually been huge for us.
0: Yes, a huge resource there if you're able to systematize and create processes to simplify your business. And especially when you start delegating those tasks, you really have to have systems and processes in place. Yes. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally?
1: I just finished reading a couple books called One. Was, one is called Built to Sell, and that's by John Warlow. And it's it's not built as in built to sell as in become a salesman. It's mean building your business um, so that it would is sellable. Doesn't mean you're going to sell your business, but if you build it in such a way that it is sellable, you have that option. Um, so it, it was very interesting. And I just finished reading The Alchemist. And, and that's a very inspiring book to me, just in knowing that what you have inside of you is, is the gift that you can give to other people. Oh yes, I love those books as well. So
0: that's Built to Sell and The Alchemist. Now, Dayan, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone you admire and look up to.
1: Um, it, that's a really funny story because it, it is actually a Disney character. Um, do you remember the movie Mulan? Um, yes. Where, uh, yes. I love that movie. <laughs> and and Mulan is really, um, she did what was necessary and she went against the flow. And that is really what happened in my life that I had to do something and I went against what some people close to me said I could do, and I did it, and I was successful, and yet I didn't, um, I'm still myself, you know, that's what I love about Mulan, is, is she doesn't change her personality, she just does what she needs to do, and she, she remains, um, she has that integrity to be herself, and, and I, I like that Treat very much.
0: Yes, I love her uh, characteristics as well, and I can see that in in what, what you've just shared with us the characteristic, the traits that yeah she has, and with you. So wow, thank you for sharing that. Now, last but not least, Dayan, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or with your service, and where they can get it.
1: Well, obviously, if you're in Colorado, come visit me. We're in Denver. Um, our website is theconditioningclassroom.com. And if you go to the website, you can see the um, services that we do. I would love to have you join a kickboxing class. Um, But if you're never going to be in Colorado, you can still go to the website or go to Amazon and find Eating Simply. And it's a book that my son and I wrote together that just helps with understanding that you can't eat healthy, and it doesn't have to be complicated. The book has recipes. It's uh, very graphic. It's very easy to read. But it's that encouragement to everyday life that what you put in your body will help you be healthy. Um, So we wanted to encourage people all over the country with that book.
0: All right. So that's the conditioning classroom.com. And if you are local in Denver, Colorado, check out their studio. And also make sure to check Dayan's book on Amazon, Eating Simply. And you can get those from amazon.com. Now, share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts. And so we all can be more than we are today.
1: If anything that, um, if you look at my website, um, connect with me there, Diane at the conditioning classroom, D Bailey, excuse me, at the conditioning classroom.com. I have um, speaking engagements that I'd love to be able to come out to anybody's company and help them understand fitness and to understand what it means to own your own business. I would be honored to have any of the listeners you know, contact me by email. And if they have personal questions, I would love to answer them. And that would be dbailey at theconditioningclassroom.com.
0: All right, so dbailey at deconditioningclassroom.com. So make sure to drop my Diane an email for questions for anything that you want to help with. And make sure to check out their website at deconditioningclassroom.com. And from there, you can check out her, uh, her social media as well. All right, Diane, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today women of the world including me appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life
1: thank you very much Maria I appreciate it
0: we appreciate you as well and for our listeners out there on behalf of our listeners thank you and for our listeners out there make sure to check these show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Diane Bailey or you can just type in her name Diane Bailey on the search bar and it will find it for you
1: thank you Marie
0: podcasting is taking the world by storm if you are a marketer and not using this platform your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now.
1: Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.